0: You are listening to the Inspiring Your Shine podcast, where you will be empowered with the truth to live authentically, abundantly, and on purpose, taking you and your business from surviving to thriving by helping you be authentically you. Hello, welcome to Inspiring Your Shine. This is Rebecca, your personal growth mentor, and we are listening to episode 18, It is 2019, we are in the very beginning of our year, and I am very excited to bring you this topic of how to stay motivated to do the things that you want to do. We all struggle to stay motivated, and we know that we set the New Year's intentions, and a lot of times we don't follow through with what we set at the beginning of the year. But I want to give you some tactics and just really explain to you what is going on and why you will feel motivated or feel unmotivated and what we can do to make sure that you can create a consistent feeling of motivation so that you can keep pursuing your goals instead of going up and down and up and down. You can you can stay more even. And I know that you want that too. So let's talk about how you can create that motivation to do what you know you need to do. Because as I talk to people so often, what I hear is, I know exactly what I need to do. I just can't seem to bring myself to do it. So I really think that this has so much to do with our motivation. And if we really break down what motivation is, is first of all, the definition of it is a motive, a reason for taking action. Because our brain will always seek a reason to do something, it needs a directive. Our brain is not the one running the show. It is actually our will that is running the show. And so we need to tell our brain what it is that we want to do. We need to give it a reason. And motivation is also a feeling, a feeling that gives you that desire to act. And now feelings are derived really from our thoughts, Our thoughts send out chemicals to our brain and actually give us those physical feelings. So at its core, motivation starts as a thought. Later on, I will be taking you through some information that will help you to understand how your thoughts are playing in to whether you feel motivated or unmotivated. One of the most important things that I'm going to tell you today is that motivation and commitment leapfrog each other. And you can't have long-lasting success without having both. Now, commitment is such a big subject, and I think that is one of the number one things that keeps people from achieving their dreams. So next week, I'm going to have a podcast on commitment and how we can break that down and how that plays into our motivation. So I'm not going to go too much in it, but I do want to explain to you that motivation is the drive that fuels your commitment. So motivation is that feeling that you get when you have thoughts of a hope of what you want. That will get you started. And many of us have experienced getting started and getting started and getting started. But commitment is what sees you through to the end and is going to help you to keep going when you have a dip in that feeling of motivation. So that is what will help you to do the things that you know you need to do when you don't feel like doing them. And so if you're looking for the secret to that, it also lies not only in knowing and understanding how your motivation works, but it also has to do with commitment. So make sure that you tune into episode 19, which will be next week, so that you can understand how commitment plays into your motivation. So first of all, as we get started here, I want to share with you about what motivates you to act. Like what's really going on that tells our brain to get into action, to make us feel like taking action. So the first thing is that desire, the desire to achieve. And so this is really those inside feelings, those intrinsic feelings that motivate you. This comes from your imagination and your thoughts of what could be. So really, this has so much to do with the hope, what you imagine could be that's different from your reality right now. And it's very important for you to be able to deeply contemplate your dreams because that does motivate us to have hope. And if you don't have a hope and a dream and a reason, then it's going to be very hard to get that motivation up. But the problem is so many people don't allow themselves to deeply dream, to really connect and embody what they want and hope for because they don't believe that they can have it. They have an old belief system that doesn't allow them to take their mind there. The thing is, if you have desire without belief, it is very self-deflating. It is like I have heard it said that A dream without being able to act on it is a nightmare. If you don't believe it, you won't achieve it. So if you struggle with belief or you struggle to dream, then I encourage you to listen to my podcast. I don't know the number. I think it's around 15. If you don't believe it, you won't achieve it. So that talks about identity and belief and how your identities and belief will play into your success or lack of success. So the next thing that will really help you to feel motivated is really knowing that why. Now, this is the deep held reason why you want what you want, why you would even want to take action. I used to hear it called the why that makes you cry. You need to get in touch with why you want what you want. When you dream about those dreams and you Hope for something. Why do you want that? Really get in touch with why you want that. And when you understand why, then you will understand the feeling that you're chasing. Because there is a reason why you want to feel the way that you feel. So if you want a new car, it is something about the feeling that that new car gives you. It's not about the car itself. If you want a vacation, it's about what that vacation means to you, the why behind it. If you want to have a lot of money, to have abundance of money, there's a reason why. And so it's really important for you to understand that and to analyze that, to really get in touch with your why. And we're going to come back to your why a little bit later on. And it has to do with how to keep yourself motivated and for when you feel unmotivated. The next thing about what motivates you to act is that external reward. The dream, the goal, the tangible thing that is going to make you feel satisfied and happy. You want that tangible thing and there is nothing wrong with wanting tangible things. Now we don't want to be all about ourselves or selfish ever, but it is perfectly okay for you to want something and you can want big things. It's perfectly okay. God is an abundant God and he doesn't put a limit on what you can want. And so if that's your dream and it gives you that feeling and it would make you feel satisfied and happy, then no one else can tell you that that's wrong. So let's talk just a little bit before we get into some of the nitty gritty about how to stay motivated is really understanding what it is that demotivates you. First of all, I do want to mention that the number one thing that will demotivate you is lack of commitment. Because you can't have two focuses, and you can't have your foot on one side and the other and be straddling and trying to go somewhere. It does keep you stuck. So you need an all-in commitment to whatever it is that you're pursuing in the time that you are trying to pursue it. That is why these 90-day sprints, the book The One Thing... All of those things really help you to understand that we need to have one focus that we can commit all of our energy to in order to move forward. So again, there'll be a podcast about commitment. We'll talk more about that. Not feeling motivated is not normally just the one thing. So commitment, a lack of commitment can definitely make it more difficult for you to act because you're not focused enough, but there's also a category of things going on. So one of the things, of course, is that your thought life plays a very important role, and the way that you think will determine how you feel. So there's this quote by Henry Ford that said, if you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. And there is no motivation without really understanding the inner game that is going on. And so that is why we are going to talk a little bit more later about your thoughts and what's going on in that head of yours in order to make sure that you are taking control over your ability to create motivation. What we are going to be specifically talking about with your thought life is something called metaprograms. This is a program that directs your behavior. Over time, we have trained our brain to respond a particular way to whatever it is that happens to us in this world. So we have triggers, and then our brain has a subconscious response and behavior that it begins to do when that happens. So it's important for you to recognize these subconscious responses so that you can take intentional action toward leading your life to get yourself into a motivated state instead of waiting to feel like it. Because if you are in these patterns of behavior and you aren't analyzing them and trying to take control over them then you will continue to have the same result over and over and over all of those times that you have said i don't know why i just can't seem to get unstuck i feel like i'm constantly coming up against this and i don't know why well it has to do with that subconscious patterning and that is what you have to start paying attention to So like I said, there are many things that can demotivate you, so it's very important for you to be able to categorize these things that are demotivating you. So once you notice that you're feeling demotivated, it's very important for you to be able to figure out exactly what was going on for you to be unmotivated. What is the real reason that is making you unwilling to move forward? So once you identify what exactly it is, what's the real reason, and you're honest with yourself and you take time to really think about it, then you can choose what tool you need in, at that time for that particular thing in order to get motivated again. So the first thing that you have to do is that you have to learn to start checking in with yourself. When you are not feeling motivated or you are at a standstill, you feel stuck, you don't know why, you can't seem to act, it's almost like you have that invisible thing on you, keeping you back, holding you back, and it's really hard for you to understand. A question that I want you to start asking yourself right when you notice that you're not motivated, you're not taking action when you know that you should be or want to be, then these are the things that I want you to ask yourself what's missing. And I will have a worksheet for you so that you can print out this list and really ask yourself these questions and get in a habit of checking in with yourself. So first of all, are you missing clarity? Is it that you don't really know what it is that you need to do or where you're going or what you need to do next? And because you don't have clarity, you feel confusion. And when you're confused, you can't act. Or is it that you need more desire and more passion? So you simply don't feel motivated because you just have kind of lost touch with that desire, that feeling that makes you feel motivated. And so a great way to deal with that when you recognize that is to just dream build, do some tangible dream building to get that passion back up. Whether that is researching that vacation that you want to go on, going and looking at cars, drive, test driving cars, go look at show homes, go shopping, look around, think about if I had money in my pocket right now, what would I want to buy and re- Connect yourself with those dreams that you have. That will give you that dopamine that you need to make you feel motivated again. And then ask yourself, am I in alignment with my why? Is what I've set out to do, what I'm trying to do, is this in alignment with my why? Make sure that when you even make decisions before you start, be aware of, is it because this doesn't align with my why? I just don't really care about this. This just doesn't really matter enough to me. I'm not personally invested. Maybe it's that you just don't know how to do what you need to do next. And you literally are at a standstill because you need to learn something. So instead of acknowledging that and recognizing I need to learn something or hire somebody to help me, to support me in this you just keep bumping up against this wall and and you're not recognizing that it's just simply that you need help, that you either need to, to go on to Google and watch a YouTube video or you need to ask for support from somebody. And don't be afraid to invest in yourself. We can't always depend on ourselves. We need other people and what they bring to help us. So make sure that you are open to that. Or maybe it's that you need a resource to complete the task. Maybe it's that you just don't have the right tools and you're trying to do it and go forward without the right tools. It's taking way too long. It's not working right. You're not satisfied with the product because you don't have the tools that you need to do it right. So I just want to encourage you to make sure that you are, again, investing in the resources and tools that you need to get that task done. And lastly, I think one of the big things about what you need to ask yourself what's missing is are you unmotivated because you're overwhelmed? Are you missing a sense of energy? Are you missing the ability to just physically get something done because maybe life has just piled up on you and you are feeling so overwhelmed that you don't even feel like you can break free to do the things that you would like to do. Even if you felt motivated, you couldn't be able to do them because life is burying you. So notice that because Once you're feeling overwhelmed, you have to get clarity around what is overwhelming you and what is that thing that you need to take care of so that you can be free from this. And I want to encourage you that sometimes we get into seasons and we try to direct our path and we have goals and dreams, but sometimes things will happen throughout our year that we don't have any control over that then we need to recognize like right now, this other thing in this season is more important than me making that goal. And it's okay. It doesn't make you less than to have to change your focus because life demands it and make sure that you're taking care of you. So now I want to share with you some tactics to actually stay motivated, to stay in those feelings, to keep those chemicals flowing throughout your body to make you feel good. What is it that you can do? Because we know that over time, we do get unmotivated. And even if we're committed, sometimes that motivation goes away. We still have the commitment and then we're running on pure determination. Well, if you run on pure determination for too long, then that is eventually going to make you feel burned out. The things that I'm going to talk with you right now are really tactics to help you to stay in that chemical balance of feeling good and making you feel physically motivated. So first of all, Make sure that you are staying in touch with your why. Again, you need to be clear about why you are doing what you are doing, where it's taking you, why it's important, and stay in touch with that. I've heard a lot of people that write those things down regularly, reread those things regularly. That's why people create mission statements, vision statements. So make sure you're staying in touch with your why, with with whatever technique would work for you with that. And for sure, keep your dreams in front of you. This is where vision boards come in handy, that those things are working in your subconscious even when you're not always looking at them. Your brain is noticing them and remembering that you have told it that that was important to you. Keep in front of your dreams by dream building as often as possible. That's a quick way to lift up your spirits and get you hopeful again. What about Thinking about doing things that are going to give you easy wins. So if you have a really big goal that's going to give you a very big reward, but it's maybe even years out, then you will want to make sure that you're creating easy wins and rewards along the way and break things down into short little sprints where you can feel like I just conquered that. I won. I can now reward myself somehow. So make sure that you are taking that long term vision and turning it into small little sprints and easy wins. And then make sure that you have people in your life that encourage you when you feel disempowered. So as much as motivation needs to come and be derived from inside of you, do not take for granted that there are definitely people like me, their gifting is to encourage you that All you need to do is spend five minutes with these people sometimes, and they will lift up your spirits and make you feel like you can conquer the world again. So make sure that you have people like that in your life, people that can empower you and encourage you and make you feel like you are capable. And then another great thing is like keep data or charts, some kind of record to Keep track of your wins and the things that you have done and what you haven't done. Sometimes we think that we're doing a lot more than we are actually doing and we're feeling frustrated that we're not getting results. But when you have data, like let's just say that you have little circles that you fill in every time you do a particular thing in your business or in your life that is keeping track of all the things that you're doing so that you can have a record of your activity. And you can also have a record of your successes. Maybe you can even do that in a journaling sense, but make sure that you're keeping some kind of record, keeping track of the things that you have done right. That's very motivating because it's like, I've come this far. Certainly I can make it to the end. And this is an important one. Make sure that you are taking care of you, that you are taking care of yourself. Sometimes when we are so on fire for a goal, We put all in commitment and we are all in determined to get to the end when really we aren't taking time to take care of ourselves. We aren't giving ourselves downtime. We aren't building margin into our lives. We are not doing the things that we need to be doing to prevent burnout if you are feeling really overwhelmed and burned out, possibly what you need to do instead of pushing harder is that you need to rest. You need to take time to make sure that you are spending time renewing. So now I would like to just get into a little bit of this. It's what's called NLP or neuro linguistic programming. And these are practical ways that you can change the way that you think. And this helps you to get control of your mind and direct your emotional state and your life. So when you are able to understand how some of the ways that we are programmed and you understand that programming, then you can understand that you have the power to change that programming as well because you programmed it that way and you have the power to reprogram. NLP is really great. You could definitely look it up. There's tons of videos about it, but it really is about starting with you. So many times when things aren't going our way, we want to look to the outside world for excuses and reasons instead of really turning inwardly and asking ourselves, what is going on inside of me? What is that program that I'm tapping into that is not getting me the result that I want? Because truly, we don't control a whole lot outside of our life. There are things happening to us and around us that we have no control over. But you can always take control on what goes on in your own head. And I want you to take responsibility for that. If you want to be a successful entrepreneur, if you want those dreams to come true, you have to take responsibility for what is going on in between your ears. I promise you that. And it's been a hard one for me because our programs are are strong. Our beliefs and the identities that we've built over our lifetime are strong. And to break those programs down and to reprogram is not an easy task as far as it takes time, energy, and effort and awareness. But I know that you can do it. So if you think about it, our behavior is mostly habitual. 97% of the thoughts that we think are the same. Our brain likes to be efficient and we program it over the years. And if you're the older you are, the more programs you have created on a loop. And so you want to make sure that you understand that your brain has just stored all of these responses that you've told it of how to respond. And in order to make a change, you will have to consciously choose differently because your brain's always going to want to go back to The original program. So for instance, all throughout our lives for most of us went to public school and public school teaches you how to be an employee. It teaches you how to memorize. It judges you against what you do and how you do it based on the way that they want you to do it and their criteria. There's not a whole lot of room for creativity. Whereas as an entrepreneur, the program is completely different. So the reason why so many people struggle to be successful outside of a job and to create their own business and why so many people fall out and only a few rise up is because it's a big program that took 12 years of your schooling life that you were programmed in a particular way that now it needs to be unprogrammed. And if you had a different upbringing, um, that's great for you because most of us that went to public school, that was something huge that we had to really undo and I know James Wedmore if you want to learn more about an employee mindset versus an entrepreneur mindset I know James Wedmore has a lot of great stuff about that so the thing is when you are an entrepreneur you're building your own business you really have to get comfortable with overcoming your fear and not feeling secure all the time like kind of living on the edge which isn't something that we're taught we're always taught to be safe and other things that you might have found came up with your employee mindset is that you think if you do something and you're not successful that you're failing because that is what happens when you're learning in school. If you don't do well, they fail you and it's bad. But as an entrepreneur, you learn through your failures. So you have to get comfortable with failing and feeling dumb in ways in order to keep learning. So that's a completely different program, right? So just to give you an example of how differently we are programmed in our brains compared to how we might want to act in order to be successful. So these meta programs that I'm going to share with you, and these are the top five meta programs, and it's either or on each of those five. So it's actually going to be talking about 10 different things. And I'm going to summarize them a bit because I don't want to take up too much time, but it is important because I just want to give you a little bit of content around how you can think about the way that you are programmed and if that's serving you and how you can respond differently if needed. So the first program is you are either drawn toward things because you are very motivated patterned and that you're maybe one of those people that is always starting things, but you don't always finish because once that motivation runs out, then you quit. Or you are somebody who is very pain adverse and so what gets you in gear is actually avoiding pain. So let's say that you will do things in order to make money because it is very painful when you're not having the money. So the people that are more motivated by what they are going toward, then they're more goal oriented and risk takers, whereas somebody who is the away person is going to steer away from things that they view as unsafe. And so just recognize that in yourself and your motivation. Like maybe you're unmotivated because you're feeling really unsafe. And what safety measures do you need to put in in order to make you feel motivated again? And same with if you're going towards something, maybe you're not motivated enough because you need to build that dream and goal and motivate yourself by being around other people that have already been there to build that dream up more. So the next one is, are you internal or external? And that means that are you an independent worker where you work best, kind of creating your own thing, doing your own thing, being left alone, and you're really good at working independently and getting things done and producing things without a whole lot of external feedback? Or are you somebody who needs that external feedback feedback that you need people to check in with you to tell you it's okay you like brainstorming with other people you like to be kind of told what to do rather than trying to figure it out on your own because if it's something that you are needing to figure out on your own and you are somebody who is an external programmer then you need to make sure that you get support and feedback from people so that you feel more secure and motivated because it will make you feel unmotivated because you feel confused and you're not sure and insecure about it. Whereas somebody who's really internal, they're very independent, then that means that they have standards for themselves and they're very good at figuring out whatever they need to do to get there. So a lot of entrepreneurs, you'll entrepreneurs you find have this internal drive and that is what helps them to figure out things they don't always have a team around them to ask questions and get feedback they have to figure it out there's no wrong or right way just know that if you are somebody who is more external then you will want to build a team around you because you like to have somebody to bounce ideas off of and if you're an internal processor then that means that If you have too many people trying to speak into what you're doing, then you won't feel confident about what you're doing. You need that independence and decision-making authority that's important to you. And if you have too many people trying to get you to do different things, that might make you feel unmotivated. So the next programming is called sameness or difference. So sameness is those people that really like routine and predictability. They like things to be... Similar every day, and they thrive in having that comfort zone and that routine. They work best in that. And when you have too much change and different things happening, that can make you feel very unmotivated because you're not feeling happy. You don't feel content in that kind of an environment. Those with a difference programming. They are opposite from the people who are same where they like differences in things and they're always trying new things and creating changes. This is how I am. And so if things are too routine, too structured, too systematic, I get very bored and unmotivated. So what a person with that difference program looks for those inconsistencies and, and actually is motivated by the things that are different instead of having the same all of the time. So I'm constantly tuning into what's missing or what can be done differently rather than what already exists. So just recognize if you're a systems person that needs to set up a good routine, that's going to make you feel more motivated in a good environment to thrive. Or if you're somebody who doesn't do well in routine like me, you're a different difference pattern, then you need to know that about yourself too. Because I was being trained by a lot of people that are in that sameness pattern, and I was feeling very unmotivated because that didn't work well for me. So we have to know and understand what it is that we need to feel motivated. So the next one is, are you proactive or reactive in your programming? So the proactive people are a little bit of risk takers because they will just get on to the task and they will... Just know that they can figure out things as they present themselves. They don't worry too much about it, and they just get going. They focus on what's ahead of them. They don't think too much about averting risk. Whereas your reactive programmed people, they are the more risk adverse people. So of course, they want to plan ahead, and they analyze things, and they look at their decisions often very carefully and consider things before they even begin. So they like to wait for that right moment to get going and they will prepare and begin the task on a different timeline than somebody who is more proactive. And I think you might see that you might have a little bit of both. But the most important thing in this conversation is to ask yourself, do do I feel more motivated when I research and plan and think about what I'm, what I'm going to do before I start doing it? Or do I like to just get going and learn along the way? And that's what makes me feel motivated. Because if I try to learn too many details before I take action, I'm going to feel demotivated. So this is why this information is valuable to you, is just to kind of understand more reasons why you might not be feeling motivated. So the very last one of those metaprograms is, are you an options or a procedures person? So options, they like the big picture, the overview. They don't fuss around with the minor details of everything. Too much structure for them is very confining, and they prefer to have a little bit more choices and figure it out as they go, whereas The procedures person wants to know exactly what they need to do step by step by step. And if they don't know exactly what they need to do before they start and while they're doing it, then it will make them feel very flustered. And they can't be as effective if they don't know what they need to do. Whereas the people with the options, they're good at figuring out something in a moment and making a decision. So again, knowing and understanding what it is that you need the last thing that I want to talk to you about is about motivation is that you need to have a vision that why that reason you need to have a hope and a vision for what is to come to truly stay motivated and even committed. If you don't have a vision, then not only are you going to struggle with motivation, but you're also going to struggle with commitment, which again, we're going to be having a podcast about commitment next week. That's going to be podcast number 19. So it's very important for you to learn how to create a vision for where you are going. And I'm going to chat with you a little bit about visualization and how that plays into it. This is another one of those NLP neuro-linguistic programmings is because your body can't go where your mind is not able to go. So if you can't visualize, imagine, dream about something, you are never going to allow your body to take action toward that you are going to have so much conflict. So you need to be comfortable with learning how to visualize. Now, this isn't something that we're taught. This is something that you will have to explore on your own and practice. But it's a very important part of your success. So the vision is the ability to visualize the result that you want. And if you really want something to come to fruition, then you need to put your imagination to work. Because your brain doesn't know the difference between reality and imagined. So when you're programming yourself, if you can learn to imagine and visualize, then you are telling your brain and training your brain, faster. So athletes a lot of times will visualize them doing something perfectly. Once they have created that muscle memory in their body, they just visualize it over and over and over. And there's even been scientific studies that I've heard about that we can imagine something and there's actually muscle twitches in our body responding to what it is that we are imagining. So it's really, really cool the way that that works. So in order for you to visualize, you want to learn how to just get comfortable and calm and give yourself that moment fully. So visualization only works when you're calm, when you're at ease and you're willing to give yourself time to focus, to create that peace around you, and to allow yourself to disconnect from the worries in your head, all of that junk going on in your head. You need to get to a place of calm for you to visualize. And it's very important that you visualize with positive and optimistic feelings and thoughts. And that's going to make it much more of a powerful visualization. So you lay down and you get comfortable and you can look up exactly how you do. There's even this is similar to meditation and there's guided meditations that help you to think about things, but You can also just lay down and I like to liken it to when you lay down for a nap and your mind begins to unwind and your thoughts are just kind of swirling, letting go of all those stresses and worries and then really embracing and thinking about The things that you really want. You might actually fall asleep, but try to direct your mind toward visualizing what it would feel like to live the day in the life that you're seeking, what it would feel like to get to that end goal and to be living in that dream that you are pursuing. Visualization is huge and it's a big part of your motivation because if you are regularly visualizing what it is that you hope for, you're connecting to your why, you're imagining the feelings that you're going to have when you accomplish that goal, and you're actually able to experience them mentally now before you get there, it's huge to keep you feeling motivated. So the very last little tip that I have for you before we go is To make sure that you are as often as possible using affirmations to think about the ways that you need to reprogram your mind. So, if you are in a state of fear a lot, then you will want an affirmation that counteracts that so that you can deal with that fear that demotivates you and keeps you from doing what you know you need to do. And I could give you lots of examples for that, but I think you get the point. Don't forget to do my worksheet and download it. It is going to give you that list of all the different ideas of how to handle and what to ask yourself when you're feeling demotivated. Then make sure you check in next week for that talk on commitment because remember, motivation and commitment, they are married. They go together. If you don't have both, you will not accomplish your goal. Because motivation will wane and commitment will struggle. So there'll be times that you'll have to get remotivated to recommit. And it, it, it definitely is a very important thing to know and understand how commitment works and how to commit to things to truly have change and take action. So just to reiterate what we learned today, uh, we talked about That we need to give our brain a reason and a motive in order to stay motivated. That there's actually chemicals that are being released in our body and we have an actual feeling that we feel things in our body based on what we are thinking and experiencing and what is motivating us. And so you want to make sure that you're paying attention to how your body feels if you're feeling motivated or unmotivated so that you can really check in to those reasons why you're feeling unmotivated. You can ask yourself that list of reasons that will be on the worksheet and get very clear on what it is that is going through your mind. You can start thinking about the thoughts that you're having and the program that you're playing and the pattern that you are in, how come you are responding the way you are and why you're feeling unmotivated. Because once you really understand why, it is so easy to continue forward. You then have a plan of exactly what you need to do to get re-motivated, to recommit. Whatever is the next step, you will know it because you've taken time to check in with yourself. So thank you so much for listening. I always appreciate your reviews on iTunes. It helps me to let other people know that we have value here. And of course, if you enjoyed this, please share this with a friend. If you have any trouble downloading your worksheet that should be in the show notes, then you can usually access it on my website, inspiringyourshine.com under the freebie section, or you can also just email me and I'll send you it directly. So thank you so much for um, being with me today and you have a wonderful day. Shine bright and make a difference.